Washington is without question the greatest hero and leader in American history, but he's a stranger. I, George Washington, do solemnly swear. People see him more as a monument than a person, but you can't understand him unless you acknowledge that he was human. That I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. George Washington was America's first war hero and first American president, but so little is known about his personal life. Now in a three-night miniseries on the History Channel, the journey of American hero Washington is finally discovered. And joining me right now is executive producer and historian Doris Curtins Goodwin. Doris, can you hear me? Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. I can hear you fine. Doris, this is such a thrill. I'm such a big fan of yours. I've seen you on all the news programs and all the talk shows. So this is a total thrill. Yay, thank you. When I was in grammar school and middle school, uh, I was a president's fanatic. I even wrote a paper in fourth grade about the history of Teddy Roosevelt. So I've studied the presidents my whole life. So I, this is so exciting to talk to you. Oh, you're my guy then. That's great. <laughs> I think most Americans know that George Washington was our first president. Uh, he couldn't tell a lie. He chopped down the cherry tree. He had wooden teeth. There, there's so many things to talk about with George Washington. But where do you begin with this miniseries? Well, what was the wonderful thing was that the History Channel approached me and Beth Lasky, my partner in a movie company called Pastimes, to be involved as executive producers in this miniseries on George Washington. It was a thrill for me because he's the one president I didn't know as well as the other ones that I lived with for 10 years. I wanted to know more about him. And it seemed to me that their goal would be what I, my goal was at the same time, to produce somebody who's not on Mount Rushmore, who has warts and troubles, who makes mistakes, who goes through adversity and grows. He grows into office to become the person we know. So by starting with the early mission when he's a British officer um, on a mission that's going to turn out to be a great failure and then go back to his adversity as a child when he's 11 and then go forward again to other battles when he's only 23 or 24 and watch him develop, it seems to me it was the right way to make him accessible to people. So researching George Washington for this miniseries, were there excellent records kept of his history? Well, what there was were, thankfully, there were letters um, that he wrote at the time of some of the battles. There were more letters that he wrote to Martha. If only she had saved them. She destroyed a lot of them. I could go back and I'd just take them out of the fireplace if I could, take them away from her. But, <laughs> um, but there's primary sources. And the great thing is the historians who were part of the series, they've spent their life combing the very best sources. So they knew, they knew George. So I could stand on their shoulders in understanding how to do this and what to do. And then the person who played George really, I think, gave a, a real rendition of a live George, especially a young George. And so I feel as a viewer that I learned tons about George, and I hope that that's what the people watching it will feel the same way, that he becomes a person that you can connect to as a result of seeing him over the whole arc of his life, and not simply the victories, but the difficulties as well. And you got Nicholas Rowe to portray George Washington. He was young Sherlock Holmes. I'm a big fan of his. He was, yeah, yeah, he's a wonderful actor, yeah, and he really captures the facial expressions and the dignity and yet the, you know, the sort of person that he was. And you watch him falling in love with Martha, and, you know, the great thing that Joe Ellis, the historian, said was Martha, of course, was somebody that he would fall for. She had the wealth, she had the standing, she had a family that was really good, um, but he was a stud. That's what Joe Ellis said, and I love that. And then suddenly I look at him differently as you watch him dancing on the floor. Yeah, everybody's looking at him. It's, so, it's fun to watch. 
Heaven knows how she handled all of that, but she did. And she played such an important role in his life to give him that structure of character, of competence, of believing in yourself. And you got some heavy hitters for interviews for this miniseries, President Clinton, Colin Powell. What did they contribute? Well, what they contributed was something that was so unique because Clinton could talk about what it was like to be president, but he also understood George Washington being brought up after his father died by a single mother and the fact that he had to go out on his own and be independent, that he was always conscious that he wasn't educated the same way that his half-brothers were in London, that he had to learn from experience, and he was willing to do that. From Colin Powell, you learn what it must have been like for George Washington to have to discipline the soldiers. There are scenes where he has to hang deserters, and as Powell said, it's a terrible thing to have to do, but you have to be able to discipline your army or the army will fall apart. He also understands that when George Washington sees death and devastation in one of those earlier battles at such a terrible level, this is the worst, Colin Powell says, this is the worst, that then no longer is he the same person, that war can no longer be romantic, it's no longer an adventure. So it was wonderful to have those first understandings of a president and then of, of a general onto this, projecting it onto George Washington. And here is really exciting for you to go to George Washington's home in Mount Vernon for the world premiere of this miniseries. I mean, we're going to be doing the premiere actually in Mount Vernon, and it's just actually had a renovation. I've been through it once before, but I can't wait to go through it again. I mean, again, you see, this is the place he built. This was the place was where he found his relaxation. This was his solace. Even during the war, he wrote so many letters home to the overseers and the people who were working on Mount Vernon because it gave him comfort to think of the trees being planted or the crops being planted. So every leader needs that way of going away from the troubles that they're having, and Mount Vernon became that place for him. And the place, of course, where he always wanted to go back to. He goes back there after he resigns his, his generalship, not wanting to go any further, and they think, how is he doing this? He's supposed to become a king. And then he goes back there as soon as those two terms are over, and he can't wait to get home. So it's a very important part of his life, and I'm glad it still stands, and we'll be going through it again when, I, when we go there for the premiere. You know, I think by smushing them together as the President's Day, it loses the fact that we used to be able to know we would study Washington on that day, we would study Lincoln on the other day. I mean, just as I think we should have an election day that's a holiday, if we have this kind of a republic where voting is central, we should honor what it means to be electing our, our candidates for office and for the presidency on that day. I think something's happened by making these weekends, and I understand why it means for people, but yet to honor history, you need to have a person, not just President's Day. Now, Doris, are you going to HistoryCon this year in Pasadena? I will. I will indeed. Yeah, I can't wait. Are you going to be there? Yes, absolutely. I can't wait to meet you there. Shake your hand. It's a deal. We will do it as, at once. Well, Doris, thank you so much for preserving American history, making history fun, and all your hard work on this miniseries. And when you have a chance, come to Las Vegas. We'd love to have you. I thank you. It's a deal. And I do get out there. I have some good friends there. So I'll try and do that. Absolutely. Washington is not a frozen image. He changes from moment to moment in his life. He evolves. Despite all his flaws, Washington was the one man that made this country possible. You can catch the three-part miniseries of George Washington on the History Channel and also check it out on History.com. And for more reviews and interviews, just surf on over to my website at VegasFromCritic.com. I'm Jeffrey K. Howard in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time.